0: Welcome back to primetime Kansas City. It is draft week, mock draft time for, I don't know if it's the third year in a row, but it's at least the second year in a row that we've done this. I am joined by... We've been
1: doing this since COVID.
0: (laughs) I don't know the exact year we started this, but we've been doing it for a while now. I'm joined by Josh. We're going to go every other pick this year, go through all 31 picks of the first round since the Dolphins had their pick forfeited. There will only be 31, um... If time permits, we will dive into the NBA playoffs and yeah, let's go ahead and get going. Josh, do you want the first or second pick?
1: Uh I'll go with one because I think Yeah, I'll go with one. Okay. What's the first pick? Carolina Panthers are selecting Bryce Young. I like that. I think it's pretty I think it's pretty simple. I know there's Will Levis talk, but don't buy into any of that.
0: That was funny. I saw the Reddit thing where he, someone on Reddit, was random guy, said that he was gonna go first. That that he had told, yeah, his. And, and his his odds went from plus four or I think it was plus four thousand to plus four hundred, is what yeah. I saw. That's insane. Insane. That's a smoking. That is a also smoking bear. That is a smoking bear. No chance that actually happens. Okay, Josh, we have to decide this first. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter for the first pick, but are these picks going to be what we would do or what we think is going to happen? Uh, a little bit of combination of both?
1: Combination of both.
0: Okay. Hmm. I'm sitting at two here with Houston. And well, I would pick a quarterback. Two. I would pick a quarterback, to be completely honest. But everything I've heard recently suggests that they might not be taking quarterback. I'll take Will Anderson here.
1: Really? See, I'm going to be honest. Will Anderson. Don't really never got to watch a lot of him. I don't know if you've watched his film Jackson. Oh, of course. Exactly. Mel Kiper Jr. or Mel Kuiper the 3rd, what are we looking at here with Will Anderson Jr.?
0: He is super super explosive off the ball. Now, he's a little undersized a little bit for a defense a natural defensive end. Um, you're probably going to have to line him up in a standing technique most of the time, more so than a, uh, you know, in a downward stance. Cause he's just not big enough to do that. It's not going to be a bull rush type guy, at least not early in his career, but he's super, super quick off the edge. I don't think the gap between him and some of the other defensive ends is as large as people think, but, um, I have a top hundred billboard that I've made this year or top hundred big board and he's my number two player. So like Will anderson a lot
1: i'm assuming you're picking between him and cj stroud
0: yeah and if it was me i would pick stroud there but i've just heard things that houston's not taking a quarterback and it kind really? of really i've
1: i would have thought they would have taken cj stroud you
0: think that but i've heard a lot of remember like the weeks leading up to the 21 draft how a bunch of shit just started coming out on fields out of nowhere whereas like he's not you know committed Blah 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 blah, blah bullshit right it's the same shit's happening to Stroud right now. Like they're saying his cognitive whatever score was ass. Um, I don't know. I've just seen some things like that, so I'm gonna say Houston, who does have two first round picks. Um, their first one, I think they spent on a defensive player after hiring D'Amico Ryan, a defensive minded head coach. Um, let me. And I, and for this for this um, should note this for this mock, we're not gonna do trades. Um, it's just too complicated. But I think there's a chance Houston could trade that pick there. And I also think I was say the same thing. I think there's a super, super strong chance this pick you're about to make gets traded.
1: I could see it. I could, I think the Cardinals definitely need a draft in the first round, but they can they can be fine falling back a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying they're trading out of the first round. I'm saying they're just my main, yeah. pick, my main pick with number three is especially if the Texans don't take Stroud at two, is you could see teams like the Titans, maybe the Falcons, yep. the Raiders, start to think about jumping up there. Maybe even the Colts try and jump up that one spot, just so nobody. I, else I
1: don't. I don't think the Colts... Oh, so no one else could. I was gonna say I don't think the Colts have to worry about the Cardinals taking it. Yeah, but
0: they um, have. All they, right. Yeah. So, but if if Arizona picks three, is what we're gonna go off of.
1: If Arizona picks three, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna go Kyrie Wilson.
0: Yeah, they could use, excuse me, they could definitely use a Tyree Wilson type player. Tyree Wilson to me, the gap between him and Willie Anderson is not that big. On my billboard, I keep saying billboard, on my big board, Tyree Wilson is my fifth best player on the big board. So, yeah, I love him out of Texas Tech. I think he has potential to be a better player day one than Willie Anderson does, depending on where he goes, depending on which scheme he's put into. I'm sitting here with Indy at four, and if this is the way the draft plays out, there should be no debate. They're taking Stroud at number four. It would be a great yep. it'd be great for them. I have Stroud as my fourth best player in the class, so he falls exactly to four.
1: TJ Stroud and the Colts. All right, number five. The Seahawks. I I think they would trade here. In my opinion. Could. Or they have two or, I know. You just get more assets or Go with the obvious pick in Jalen Carter.
0: The thing with Jalen Carter, it's just interesting, right? Guy was maybe going to be the first pick in the draft. He's had some serious character issues. He showed up to his pro day, nine pounds overweight. Um, I don't know. Seattle, so, that hasn't stopped Seattle in the past from taking guys. But, I mean, if you... If, would
1: you go Kalijah Canty? I don't know how to pronounce his name.
0: He, he probably not this high. He, I just don't think he's... They they pick at twenty. I think they could probably get him at twenty, maybe. Um I mean and I'm, that's not saying, the thing is, I'm not saying they won't take Jalen Carter here. They definitely could.
1: I, it, I think whenever you look at it, you got Jalen Carter, Devon Witherspoon, uh the north the tackle from Northwestern, B. John Robinson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the Titan end Dalton, uh Kincaid, how do you pronounce it yeah. And I just none of those make sense for uh Seattle and it's like I could see them trading this pick. They could, guess I, I don't think they're getting anyone at the right value at this pick, in my opinion. I think if our Jaylen draft goes the way,
0: I think they yeah. Could.
1: And that's what I'm saying. It's either Jalen Carter or a trade back if I'm Seattle. So yeah, with we'll the fifth Carter. pick, I am going to go Jalen Carter
0: who, if he can just not be a problem off the field is a monster, he is going to be... He
1: needs the Chiefs to draft him, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he'd get a good culture. Seattle's got a good culture. They've yeah. got, They've brought in guys... Well, like, sometimes. Well, they brought in a guy like Richard Sherman and Cam... Chan- or not Cam Chancellor, uh, Earl Thomas and some other guys who didn't have the greatest character, and they were able to make it work. Um, now we have an interesting pick at number six with Detroit. One of their two first round picks. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think they go corner. And my favorite corner. I agree. My favorite corner in this class is Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. Love, 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 love his ability. He's my number six overall player in the class. He is so so gifted. Didn't really get to see a lot of him when he was at Colorado before he transferred to his one year at Oregon, but been a consistent tackler in open space. Um, and that's something I look for in a corner. So I think he goes here to Detroit after they just traded Jeff Okuda. Um, they could definitely use some more help. And look, they're going to be in a division now without Aaron Rodgers. You add even more defensive help, you, you've got a good chance of winning that division.
1: I would have to agree with that pick. I mean, when you look at it, the, like you said, the division got weaker. Uh, here on PF, PPF, it has the dumbest needs wide receiver, tight end, and defensive line. D line makes somewhat sense. But wide receiver and tight end doesn't at all. You have TJ Hawkinson for wide receiver. You have Amon Ron St. Brown. You have uh, DJ Chark. I don't think I need receivers. So I would go with the corner as well. I did a mock draft on my radio show yesterday, and I think we went with uh, Witherspoon. I didn't agree with it. I like Gonzalez more just from the numbers that I've seen. I can't say that from the film I've watched just from the numbers that I've seen. But with this Raiders pick, I think it's pretty set sample or simple – you gotta go offensive line. I'm either going Peter Skarinsky or if that's how you say his name, yep, or Paris yep, Johnson yep. Jr. And whenever you look at the Raiders' previous draft picks, they've have not panned out. I think Paris no. Johnston Jr. right now does is has the highest ceiling, but he has also the lowest floor. When you look at Peter Skorinski, he doesn't have a high ceiling, but he has a pretty high floor. I think he's probably the most pro-built tackle right now. And for that reason I think the Raiders take it safe and go Peter Skrinski.
0: I like Skrinski excuse me. He's been climbing up my draft boards quite a bit recently. I have him at 13 on my best available uh total not not best available. You get what I'm saying, total in the entire draft. Yeah. Um yeah, I really like that. They definitely need tackle. I wouldn't blame them for going Paris Johnson there, but yeah, I think that's a it's a sensible pick. It makes sense. We are here at 8 with Atlanta, and I'm going to make kind of a silly... I don't even think it's that silly. I just think if this is the way it ends up happening... Don't do it. He's a bust. ...be hard for them to not do it. Look, you can say what you want to say, but how many quarterback talents of this guy's ability... Are there at you know every year not many.
1: And I'll say this, there's two more quarterbacks that will go in the first round left. And I don't know which one you're about to pick, but I know they're both bust.
0: Okay. So, okay, well I'm taking the one that I think you probably think higher of Anthony Richardson.
1: I uh, I think of them very very low. Both, <laughs> both of them very very Anthony low. Richardson
0: to me is I heard J
1: is some... the number 1 on your board.
0: No. He's the number three QB. He's my number nine prospect. Um, I like... The main thing with him is he's... I heard somebody use the analogy that he's a Rubik's Cube. That if you can solve him, then it's great. If you can't figure out how to work it, it's going to end terribly. And it... I mean, who knows? But Atlanta, would you rather go at it with Desmond Ritter this year? Or, you know, or at least have this guy in the building to where... If Desmond Ritter sucks, you at least can try. Uh, I don't think you want to go into the year with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke is your future. So yeah, I, I, I mean they think, I think kind of if Heineke, I think if Richardson falls here, it makes sense for Atlanta to do. I think if Richardson starts to fall like this in the real draft, a team like Tennessee or maybe even Tampa would trade up to get him.
1: Yep, something to look out. Uh,
0: we are now Over. at number nine with Chicago, who. Traded out of number one, got a. They need
1: a lot. Kings. They ransom. just need a lot. Yeah, they
0: they could use a lot. Um, where do you go if you're Chicago?
1: So there's two positions that I look at, which are tackles, yeah, and cornerbacks.
0: It, yeah, and and there's, and there's some good ones available.
1: Yes, uh, someone like Joey Porter Jr. stands out to me, but I think he falls a little further down the line. And then you got Deontay Banks going to be honest, I haven't even really looked at his numbers or anything. Well,
0: what about Devin but, Witherspoon out of but, Illinois?
1: But, kid, but you have Devin Witherspoon, which is who I was going to bring up. Yeah. And that is who I have the Chicago Bears drafting is Devin Witherspoon.
0: He's been, yeah, he's one of those guys. Some guys even have him above Christian Gonzalez. I have him as the 11th best prospect. I like him. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, he, when he was thrown out, there was a passer rating of 25.3.
0: Yeah. The, the, need the, I say more? Yeah. No, no, you you don't, you don't need to say much more. Um, and he played in a conference with the likes of C.J. Stroud. So definitely um, definitely a solid prospect there on the board. Now we're at 10 with Philly. It's one of their two first-round picks. Here's my thing with Philadelphia, right? Um, they are pretty damn loaded. I think we all acknowledge that.
1: I think there's one more pick to. I, I think there's an obvious pick here that will make them just ten times scarier.
0: I'm picking B. John Robinson here. What the fuck? I don't understand this. Look, you lose Miles Sanders. You have two first-round picks.
1: Wait, where did Miles Sanders go? I didn't know that. One.
0: The Panthers. So you lose Wait, actually? Miles, yes, you lose Miles Sanders. You're a run-first oh. offense. Oh. You bring in, I think, the best running back prospect we've seen in over five years— uh, and look, I'm not a running back in the first round type of guy. But if you have multiple, That's, I'm not either. If you but if you have multiple first round picks and you have a roster like Philadelphia's that doesn't have many holes, it's not like you're the Texans taking Bijan in the first round. You're the Eagles who have a damn near Super Bowl roster. You bring in this kid, he's going to make your offense better overnight.
1: So what I would have done here is I would have taken Jackson Smith and Jigba,
0: which would be understandable.
1: I think he fills the need more than they need running back.
0: He's a, he's a good player. I'm not going to deny uh, that. But I think they but also it is your pick.
1: A... We will go B. John Robinson.
0: Who do you have t- Tennessee taking at 11?
1: Uh he's left on the board. I think it's pretty obvious. Keep the guy in the and his home. Oh wait, it's not his home state. Uh probably go Will Levis here. Yeah, we're going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it will work out, but I think it's what Tennessee has to take a risk
0: on. I saw someone say he's exactly – he's like Ryan Tannehill, and who better to learn how to be Ryan Tannehill from than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, everything I've heard is they are completely out on Malik Willis within that building. Um, Makes sense, obviously. Um, I could tell
1: you Malik Willis was not going to be good.
0: Yeah, they managed that terribly as well. Like, he should never have seen the field last year. Um, Yeah, I think Tennessee – goes Quarterback this year, there's a pretty strong chance of that. Um, and then I've got Levis at 16 on my billboard. Big board. If I say billboard one more fucking time, um, Texans at 12. So we have them taking with the first pick, we have them taking or with their first pick, we have them taking Will Anderson. There's no quarterback on the board worth taking here. The only unless you think Hendon Hooker, but I don't think that that's a guy I would take.
1: Collins worth so for the Chiefs. I wouldn't
0: take. I wouldn't take him here. Um, yeah, man. I, I might just go hmm. – they have so many needs that it's not like you're filling a need. You're just picking best player available. And yeah. I'd take Paris Johnson Jr. I think he could be a, a great tackle for you. I think you could line him up on the right side if you have to. You have Laramie Tunsil at left.
1: I hope he doesn't go to Houston. I like him. He was on bus with the Boys. I know I cock them so much, but he just seemed like a good guy that knows what he's doing Probably to see him go to this poverty yeah, but franchise. If you, but if
0: you had a left tackle, uh, your left tackle Laramie Tunsell, your right tackle Paris Johnson Jr., that'd be fucking deadly. Like, that'd be whoever. Yeah, I, agree. whoever no, I agree. Whoever you bring in to play quarterback has good protection at that point.
1: I would agree. So Paris Johnson Jr. going 12 to the Texans. Number 13, I think obviously it would be Jackson oh. Smith and Jigba, but no, it's the, the Packers, Packers the so therefore Jackson, it. I'm going do, to let you pick do, for the Packers.
0: They won't do Jackson Smith and Jake. I'm telling you. Right no, now, I know.
1: That's why I said it. it's the Packers. They
0: are so fucking poverty. Uh, what pick would make me want to absolutely die the most? That's what I'm looking at. I could see them taking a tight end here. I really could. Um, or no, Washington. <laughs> I hope the hell not. But I mean, I wouldn't surprise. You know what though? No, I can't do that to myself. I'm taking Miles Murphy out of Clemson. They could definitely use another edge rusher, and I really like Miles Murphy. Um, he is so, so good. I mean, he is so fluid in his pass rush. He struggled a little bit this past year, but they lost. Uh, I'm sure you know this. Clemson lost Brett Venables. He went to Oklahoma uh, to be their head coach, and like almost every Clemson defender saw a little bit of a drop. And, you know, in 2021, Miles Murphy was so good. So I think Green Bay, especially, you know, with Rashawn Gary, you line those two up. Sheesh. Yep. Uh, all right. You can have with the next pick...
1: two. Okay. Uh, with pick, no, I'll just take this next one so we can get back on track. Oh, wait. No, yeah, I'll take the next two because then they'll put us on track. Uh, pick number 14. the This is kind of where, like, I think... Team just start saying all right who's who's best available. I'm going Nolan Smith, Edge out of Georgia for the Patriots. I think it makes the most sense.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a Belichick type pick. Uh
1: with pick number fifteen. The New York Jets, they've signed a lot. They don't need skill position really. They really don't. But with that being said, I'm gonna go Broderick Jones, tackle, yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Uh,
0: they yeah. desperately need especially with Rogers now. I'll be
1: des- also ten seconds. Okay. So you you make your pick.
0: Okay. Yeah, they desperately need a tackle. Um they can't rely on Makai Becton at left tackle. He just hasn't been the guy that they were hoping for him to be. So yeah, they desperately need a tackle. Sitting here at sixteen for the commanders, and there's really no quarterback available. I don't think they're interested in going quarterback anyway. Um. Yeah, I'm. The you know. Yeah, I mean this is tough. Like there, there's so many different directions I could see Washington going. Um, I'm gonna go with a little bit of a. You might think of it as a reach, but I think it fits a need for them. I think they. Th- I think they take Osiris Torrance out of Florida. I think he's the best guard available. I think he's the only guard worth taking in the first round. And uh, I think it fits a need for Washington.
1: I got that done. All right, uh, pick seventeen for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm gonna. Uh, I think they just need secondary, in my opinion. Brian Branch, Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr. Uh, I oh, feel wow, like Joey wow. Porter Jr. I feel like Joey, Joey Porter Jr. has a guy.
0: such a perfect Steeler. He would be such a Steeler.
1: I, I would agree. I was gonna say he he has that star name to him. Too. He just plays that type but, of football. He does. He stays, he stays in Pennsylvania. Therefore pick 17 for the Pittsburgh Steelers goes to Joey Porter jr.
0: Okay. The slide is, Oh, do I, okay. Oh, that's going to be dirty. Okay. Um, no, At here, Detroit number 18. We already hit defense once, but we're going to hit it again. We're taking Lucas Van Ness, add some pass rush to the D line. Um, Especially with mobile quarterbacks in the division now, and Justin Fields and not as mobile, but still Jordan Love is able to move. You're going to want to keep those guys in the pocket. Um I think Van Ness at 18 is good value.
1: Yep. All right. Uh, pick 19. There's no more quarterbacks for the Bucks, So, and then I'm going to be honest, they're going to trade up. They're going to. If they
0: can. Yeah, they would love to.
1: Uh, I'm going with the first tight end off the board, and that's going to be Michael Mayer.
0: Okay, Notre Dame guy, yeah. I don't think the gap between him and Kincaid is very big. I've I've got Mayer as my 24, and Kincaid as my 25. So I don't think that is very big. Here at 20, we've taken Jalen Carter with Seattle's first pick. With this pick, they take Jackson Smith and Jigba. They add to the wide receiver room. Whether you realize it or not, Tyler Lockett's getting a little older. And if he's on the board at 20, it's like a no-brainer for Seattle. You
1: stole him from me. I was going to give him to the Chargers, but thank God he doesn't go to the Chargers.
0: And Jack Smith and Jigba, I mean, I could see him going much higher. He's my 10th player on my big board. Um, Agreed. But, but the just deal the is t- when, doesn't match up. when he gets passed on by Green Bay, then there's just really no landing spot for him unless someone trades up. So, yeah, yeah I like I like him in Seattle. That would be a great fit.
1: All right. Uh, pick number twenty-one after being forfeited by the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are going to go with Deontay Banks, cornerback, Maryland.
0: You mean the Chargers?
1: Yes. What I say, the Dolphins. the Dolphins. Yeah,
0: Deontay Banks. Yeah, to definitely. Use... And I'll say this:
1: if Bijan Robinson's available here, yeah, they take. This is where they I would take, take Bijan, because who knows if you have Austin Eckler.
0: This is where. I have Baltimore at 22. I have Receivers are going to start flying off the board. I like Jordan Addison going to Baltimore. I really like him, and I think even though they signed Odell, that is not a long-term solution. A receiver and Rashad Bateman is more of like a two or three than what he was picked to be a few years ago. So I think they try and get a one here in Jordan Addison. All right,
1: with pick number 23, the Minnesota Vikings are also near a receiver, and they're going Quentin Johnson out of TCU.
0: You could definitely pair him up with uh... Jay Jetta. Yeah, and that'd be pretty interesting. Thielen obviously goes to Carolina, so they um, need another number two, and he'd be. Able... And
1: Bryce Young turns out to be not terrible, Carolina actually has Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. I mean,
0: they got some stuff working for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got some. Um, we get to twenty-four with Jacksonville, and it's weird because they've had the first pick the last two years. Uh, and now they're all the way down here. I think, oh, man, there's there's a variance of where they could go here. I struggle with this one. Um, but they lost Jawan Taylor to the Chiefs, and I think replacing him with Darnell Wright makes sense at 24.
1: All right. Number 25. <clears throat> Excuse me. New York Giants. I think they need receivers very, very bad. Yeah,
0: pretty damn bad.
1: Uh, Yeah, so we're going to go with the obvious pick here, Zay Flowers.
0: Who the Chiefs are very high on, so we'll see if they make a move for him. But um, here they're not. Dallas, I'm not going to overthink this one a ton. They lost Dalton Schultz. They have nobody at tight end. I'll take Dalton King. Where the fuck did Dalton Schultz go? The Texans.
1: Oh, my God. I looked like an idiot on my radio show yesterday. Because when someone said, "Oh, Philly needs running backs," I was like, "No, dude, they got Miles Sanders." And then when, and then someone said, uh, "The Cowboys are going to take Dalton Kincaid," I'm like, "They have Dalton Schultz."
0: Uh, so it's a good thing I prefaced it by saying Schultz was gone, because then you were like, "Oh, maybe that is a good pick." Uh, yeah, I think Kincaid actually be an upgrade to Dalton Schultz in that offense.
1: Uh, I Dalton Schultz was pretty goddamn good at the end of the season.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they, but it? they need a tight end. I mean, the bottom line is they just don't have one. So yeah. they're going to have to pick one eventually. All right.
1: It's a deep, Buffalo deep, Bills. Deep
0: class, though.
1: Buffalo Bills here are going to pick Elijah Cantsey, D-line, Whew. Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, that, that, it, was either
1: him, it was either him or Emmanuel Forbes.
0: I was even thinking maybe Jameer Gibbs there. You go running back. They've been needing one for a while. I think the, one of the scariest scenarios is if Bijan drops 27 and Buffalo gets him. That would be... Not good for the rest of the AFC. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, no, it makes sense as well. Can't see, I could can see see going much higher than this, but I could also see him going here. He's one of those guys that has a weird... Um, some people love him. Some people are, yeah, you know, they could care less. But I'm kind of in between. I have him as my 23rd best player. Um, t- uh, Excuse me, c- Cincinnati at 28. Their biggest need is tied in with the uh, absence of Hayden Hurst. But there's really, unless they want to take um darnell washington round one i don't think darnell washington's worthy of a first round pick i me. think
1: he is i've seen that man play in person he is a beast to, to each, say the to least
0: each their own you know but um nonetheless they did lose jesse bates this offseason and that's yeah. a huge loss to replace him i'm having brian branch from alabama safety go and look If you're in the AFC right now, you might as well just start stockpiling defense in secondary players because it's going to be almost impossible to beat the Chiefs or beat any of these high-powered offenses if you don't.
1: Yep. Uh, Number 29, I'm going to go John Michael Smith out of Minnesota for the Saints. Need to work on that offensive line, definitely.
0: Uh, Okay, 30 for Philly. We take Bijan with their first pick. Now they're sitting here at um, 30 with, you know, I I guess edge is their biggest need. I'm looking at a guy like Will McDonald IV, who had a very productive 2021, kind of declined in 2022, so that's interesting. Corner, I'm going to go with a guy I really like in this class, Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. Real lengthy arms, um, good press corner. Really, there was no receiver in the SEC he shied away from. So I really like Forbes, and I think, you know, Bradbury and Slay aren't really long-term solutions in Philadelphia. Those are more like, in the next two, three years, I would expect both of them to be gone. So I think it makes sense to take a young corner, have him sit under those guys, and then get ready for him to be your number one corner in a few years.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm not going to lie, my uh, mock draft actually just, uh, whatchamacallit, died, but... I'll talk about this pick here. Thirty-one for the Chiefs. Uh I don't know. I I'll gonna let Jackson you kinda help me make the pick here. The, the Chiefs. I'm thinking mm-hmm. Chiefs need a wide receiver, therefore they would trade up or work on your defensive line, in my opinion. I think you can always buff that up, in my opinion. But with that being said, Jackson, who do you think the Chiefs take?
0: Hmm. If this is how the board looks, I think the only receiver you consider is Jalen Hyatt. Um, I don't think any other receiver on the board right now is worthy of going here. Um Edge, Will McDonald, the fourth is still sitting there. I've heard some people that like Keon white. I don't think he's a first round pick. Um So and edge, edges, is, edges is deep this year. There's a lot of really good. Edge if this is the
1: board. The chiefs would trade back.
0: They could. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean I'm looking around I I would even go for a guy like Cam Smith out of South Carolina or even I know some people are lower on him than than this, but I like DJ Turner out of Michigan at corner. Feel like he got like he's underlooked a little bit, but maybe that's a bit of a reach. Um I feel like we're good at linebacker. I hope they don't go Jameer Gibbs here. I really hope not. I saw some reports about that. Um, yeah, there, there's just a lot of different spots that I could see Kansas City going with this pick to be completely honest. Um, but the one guy that I keep coming back to here is Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle out of, uh, Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to even lie. That's the dude that, 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 uh, PP or PFF actually selected. So works yeah, out well and it if it's
0: strong. not him, I'm intrigued by the prospect of Dewan Jones, who is a right tackle at um at Ohio State six seven or excuse me yeah, six eight three seventy five. <laughs> that guy's an absolute unit. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh what goes down. But that yeah, I mean that's the First I'll round get that out right now. It's making me take 32 because there's normally 32 picks. <laughs> Let me just give Pittsburgh some random. Uh, yeah, you can have Brian Breesie. Cool. Yeah. So that there it is. I mean, I would. I think offensive tackle makes sense for the Chiefs in the first round if they get to that point. I think if the receivers that I listed are the only receivers left on the board at 31, you either yeah trade or you take an offensive tackle. Or I wouldn't even hate the prospect of taking Will McDonald the fourth if he falls there. Um, I, I yeah, it'll be interesting. I think Kansas City though with ten picks, you could look to see them trade up. Agreed. Uh, uh, let's talk about a little bit about uh, now after that draft the one of the big trades that just went down before the draft the Aaron Rodgers trade. Josh, what were your thoughts on the compensation Green Bay got for Rodgers and vice versa? What do you? think of I think it was
1: fair because people have to remember the contract the Jets are taking on. Green Bay kinda understood they weren't gonna get a lot and the fact that they got two picks higher in a first rounder next year, more than likely a first rounder next year. Yeah. I think it's fine. So in a what, they got a third round or a fifth round or something got, like that.
0: They got the entire trade deal is from Green what Green Bay received is they swapped fifteen and thirteen this year. Um they get the Jets second round pick this year. They get the Jets sixth round pick this year, and then next year they have a conditional second that you alluded to if Rodgers plays sixty-five percent of the snaps turns into a first. So yes.
1: Um so yeah, it's not bad. It was bound to happen. I if I'm a Packers fan, I kind of I might have expected just a little more, but I'm not upset
0: with the trade. You think they should have got more?
1: Maybe just maybe like a higher pick than the fifth round.
0: I think the Jets gave up too much, if I'm being completely honest.
1: They gave up two spots in the draft in the first round next year for a and season a second, of winning.
0: And a second. On top of that, they gave up this year's second-round pick. It's not. Oh, that. yeah, I forgot about
1: second. Yeah, Uh no, never mind. I think they're fine. I was thinking about this year's second.
0: Yeah, they got this year's second, and then if Rodgers doesn't play 65% of the snaps, which would mean he gets hurt more than anything. Then
1: oh, Zach Wilson makes it hell for him, and he gets the starting yeah, job Zach back.
0: Wilson, Zach Wilson said he was gonna make it hell for whoever came in. So uh, Zach Wilson is
1: such a fucking bust, and that's my second, my second biggest accomplishment. <laughs> First is Zion Williamson.
0: Zion, at least, no Zion was productive, and and it still is productive in the NBA. He just gets hurt all the time. It's not Zion's thing has never been productivity. Zach Wilson is just not productive. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, as you know, as a Packers fan, kind of bittersweet. But I think Green Bay got solid value out of a guy who really had no intention of ever playing for Green Bay again. Um, he said he was like ninety percent retired. So Green Bay literally just turned a guy that was ninety percent retired into two first-round picks. If you look at it from that angle, not 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 the worst deal in the world. And uh, yeah, it's going to give Green Bay some opportunity to put some pieces around Jordan Love who. I don't think anybody's expecting Green Bay to be a contender this year, but you know, in the next, the next by twenty twenty four, it wouldn't be crazy if Green Bay was one of the best teams in the NFC, uh, assuming Jordan Love plays well. Yeah. Um, so we have. A little we'll time.
1: see. I, I, I like Jordan Love, but yeah, we'll see.
0: We have a little time for the NBA playoffs. Um, the. As Do uh, the, the Suns and the Clippers, as we're recording they this? They today. Game? Okay, so we don't know about that. John's not here to hate Kawhi Leonard for getting hurt again. But uh, Kings-Warriors 2-2, Heat lead the Bucks somehow 3-1. Josh, how do you feel? I think last time it was 2-0 when we got on here. Yeah. How, how are you feeling at 2-2 going home?
1: We're fucked. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to say anything else. We're just fucked. <laughs> Darren Fox no has a broken finger. We are fucked.
0: No hope in your team.
1: Uh, we could go today. I was saying, fuck Draymond Green. Still fucking hate that piece of shit. Uh, but since then, I've come to realize we're, we are fucked.
0: I mean, if Harrison Barnes hits that shot, which is open, you guys have a chokehold on the series, even if Darren Fox is hurt. Yeah. But
1: he didn't. Therefore we are fucked. Yeah,
0: Harrison Barnes sucks. Like Harrison Barnes is one of those guys that if he's taking a shot in crunch time, you just know it's not going in. It, Warriors, like, thank God
1: his contract is done.
0: Warriors fans know more than anybody that he is a just choke artist. In the the sixteen finals that the Cavs came back and won three one, Harrison Barnes was largely responsible for that. He shot terribly. Um but yeah, that, that was that was a, just a terrible miss. He um, he had a chance to really put a dagger in the Warriors. Warriors played it smartly, you know. Double Fox, don't let him get to the rim. It'll be interesting. I hope De'Aaron's at least able to put on somewhat of a show. At least be able to play like somewhat of himself.
1: Well, uh, that's the thing. If he if he can't, then oh, I feel over. like he's only hurting the team.
0: It's over if he can't if he can't play. To the ability that he has throughout this series, it's over. And I'm. Which just, sucks. I'm just. The Warriors sick. always
1: get this bullshit.
0: I am sick of the Warriors getting these injury breaks every single post season. How does it always happen? In 15, they play the Cavs without Kevin Love or Kyrie Irving. In fucking 17, they're down 22 points in game one of the Spurs, and Zaza hurts Kawhi Leonard. In 18, they're down 3-2 in the conference finals and Chris Paul tears his hamstring. Obviously, in 19, some of that injury luck finally came back on them. But now, you know, you talk about last year, they're playing the Grizzlies. John Morant gets hurt. And now this year, De'Aaron Fox gets hurt. It's like they catch... Steph Curry is the Tom Brady of the NBA. That motherfucker... And I hate it so much, Josh. Like, I'm with you in this boat because I hate him so much that... He played like dog shit at the end of game five or the end Mm -hmm. of game four. He did. He almost costed Golden State that game. He was terrible. And Mm -hmm. his dick suckers and his, um, you know, meat riders who no matter what will just fucking follow him, act like he's the greatest thing ever. That dude, when it's a close game late in the fourth quarter, doesn't do shit. If they're winning by a lot, he'll stat pad, he'll front run. But when it's a close game in the fourth quarter, watch. Other guys are making the shots, not him.
1: Yeah, I just have no words. I mean...
0: It sucks. I mean, I still think Sacramento has a shot, but they've got to win game five.
1: Oh, yeah. If we lose game five, it's done. Like, tomorrow's winner go home.
0: It You feel like it is, yeah. Um, other Western Conference series. Nuggets hold a 3-1 lead over the Timberwolves right now. They should advance with no problem. Um obviously series we just talked about who's the oh yeah Lakers Grizzlies
1: oh yeah
0: Lakers Grizzlies is 3-1 Lakers and then yeah it's 3-1 Suns over Clippers which has been a very disappointing series Kawhi man the Clippers just like after
1: tore his ACL again
0: he probably did like there's no other way he's not playing or he did something terrible again and the Clippers should just end this experiment they have tried it for four years now it hasn't worked they should just give this up. It's not going to work. And yeah. I'm sure John would agree with that. I mean, they, they should give up the Paul George-Kawhi Leonard experiment and start over because you can't count on either of those guys when it comes time for the playoffs to stay healthy. And the bad, the sad part about it is they load-manage all year for the playoffs, and now they can't even stay healthy for the playoffs. So, yeah, the, the, the West is looking outside of Clippers and Warriors, or excuse me, outside of – Kings and Warriors. The West is looking done. Um, it looks like it'll be, I guess, so it would be Nuggets versus Suns is what it would be. And then,
1: and and then Warriors versus Warriors Lakers. Warriors
0: Lakers or whoever wins this series. Are you surprised that the Lakers have done this well versus Memphis? Because I'm a little surprised. At no, not one good.
1: bit. They were playing actually really good.
0: Didn't you say you thought the Grizzlies would win the series?
1: No, that was John.
0: I thought you said it too.
1: No, dude. I, uh, I said I, I might have said the Grizz, I have the Grizzlies winning, but at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers win. That's play, what I said. Yeah, I
0: mean the Lakers have been a top five team in basketball since they traded Westbrook. They're twenty-two and ten since they've gotten rid of him. They've just been such a better team. D'Angelo Russell fits that offense much better. Um, yeah, the Lakers are. I think, regardless if it's Kings or Warriors, the Lakers have a really good opportunity, a really strong opportunity to make the conference finals.
1: if it's Kings and we had a healthy Darren Fox, I think we could beat the the Lakers. That's the thing that sucks.
0: You could. I mean, the Warriors, the Warriors-Lakers would be interesting. I think it would create problems for both. I think... I don't think I would watch it. I think size-wise, it would give Golden State a lot of issues. But, then again, like just shooting-wise and youthful-wise, it would probably give the Lakers a lot of issues. It would be... LeBron versus Curry in the playoffs for the 30th time. Um, nobody's seen enough of that yet. Um, On to the East. Net Sixers was a joke. That series is over. The only interesting part about that is Embiid got dinged up a little. Celtics will probably get rid of the Hawks in five games. Um, Knicks-Cavs has kind of surprised me. I didn't think the Knicks would win that series. They've dominated that series to this point. But you know the series we're going to talk about in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> My Miami Heat. How the fuck are we up 3-1 on the Bucks? I know Giannis got hurt.
1: Jimmy I, Butler decided to become God. I
0: understand that, that Giannis has been hurt for a few of these playoff games. But Giannis played last night and had a triple double, And Jimmy Butler didn't give a fuck. I mean this. I've said this for Probably two or three years now. Jimmy Butler is the second best player in the Eastern Conference. I'm taking Jimmy Butler in a do-or-die game over Jason Tatum, over Joel Embiid, over Jalen Brown. The only guy I'm not taking him over is Giannis.
1: I mean, a hot take, to say the least.
0: Playoff Jimmy... Who is a better playoff performer than Jimmy Butler in the Eastern Conference? I... You can only say Giannis, really. Jimmy Butler is playoff Jimmy is a real thing. And look, there's still, I still think this, a strong chance the Bucks win this series. I still believe there is a shot. Because if Jimmy Butler has to drop 56 for you to win a game, it's not sustainable. And I honestly think that it really could just come down to if the Heat win game six or not. I think that could be a big part of the series. But, man, the Heat have them on the ropes? And I'll tell you this, if Miami gets past Milwaukee... I, I feel strongly that they could get past the Knicks. Um, yeah, they have a real opportunity, like crazy to say it, but they were like nearly not even going to make the playoffs that final play in game versus the bulls. They were losing late and they won. Um, and they might just take out the team with the best record in the regular season. Obviously honest injury puts a little asterisk on it, but you know, it is what it is. Like,
1: at least you got the bright side of getting the injury bug because fuck this.
0: Tyler, Hey, I mean, Tyler Hero broke his hand. Victor Oladipo blew his knee out. The Heat, while while it might not be Giannis, the Heat have lost two uh, key contributors, especially Hero, who was their second-leading scorer. So, you know, and, and if you're Milwaukee, I don't want to hear the fucking excuses. I don't want to hear about Giannis being hurt because if you're the one seed, y- you should be able to beat the eight seed regardless. Like, it shouldn't matter. And – It's just been insane. I mean, 56 fucking points. Unbelievable. I don't know where it was all year. I don't know where this type of Heat team was. This is what I expected. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were a shot away from the finals last year. Where the hell was that Heat team all year? I don't get it. But very, very pleased so far with what's happened. And, uh, you know, even if we blow the 3-1 lead, it'll suck. But, you know, I had no expectation of beating Milwaukee. So it is what it is.
1: Yep, I just, I don't know. I've just been so depressed since about 1 p.m. yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, you said you wanted one playoff win, and you got it. So And I did, but then what
1: did I say after that? I, I'm, I'm greedy, and I want another one, because it's been awesome watching the Kings in the playoffs. Like, it's so much fun.
0: It, it, it is fun for you right now, but when you're consistently in the playoffs, and the expectation is not just to make it, it's to succeed in it, it becomes miserable. It, now it's fun, like that's why this postseason's been fun for me too, because like a Heat fan, I expect nothing this year, and it's awesome that they're winning. But you, you just don't want to turn into John, where <laughs> every year it's the same shit. They're like the, <laughs> they're like the Packers of uh, the NBA, where they have a good regular season all the time, and they get to the playoffs and just absolutely throw it away. Yeah, uh, we will not talk about the team uh, that's supposedly a major league baseball team because they did not even get fucking close to posting the record they needed to to be talked about.
1: And exact, and even and this is even worse. They've actually done
0: worse. They, I think, posted the exact opposite record that we said. We said if they went six and one, we would talk about them. I think they have went one and six since we talked about them. Uh, so if they won't be talked about. If they want to be talked about on next week's episode, let's see how many games they have. One, two. No, three, we
1: came up with the rule. Six. Yeah,
0: but it's, it's different. They had to... It's different every week. It's different how many games We're
1: they not talking every. about them. That's the thing. We're just not. Because like that means what yeah, was, what really was the what was the they don't really deserve. What it. was the fraction? They have to have two thirds of their losses. I think they,
0: no, the well what we said for this week was if they went five and two or four and two, we'd talk about No,
1: John had a rule. It's like Yeah, two he third did, third but we a... said
0: for this week we would if they went five and two, we would have talked about them. But they didn't. So yeah, they've got to do. If they have half the losses, if they have, if they have half as many wins as losses, we talk about them. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah, because they would need nine wins.
0: So if they're like nine and seventeen right now, so
1: they, need they need be? to go like four and three in the
0: next week. Good luck. That team is so ass. Why the first- can't
1: they be the fucking Rays at twenty and three?
0: <laughs> we're the goddamn Athletics, and they don't. They don't even want to win. They're trying to lose. Uh, but yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. Um, All right, one. Uh, I have a- do you want it to d 4 or we can sure. get, i was gonna say one final thing this might even be yeah. maybe a thing for you um college football changed you see the rule that changed
1: that's not d 4 yeah the clock doesn't stop well, a
0: lot of people aren't happy about it a lot of people don't like it i like oh it.
1: cheer up bitches stop moaning i like
0: it i think it's been stupid in the past where like it's basically a free timeout every time you get a first down so i agree just note on just a note on that um yeah, so uh, now now you can go into D four. I just I don't know. Thought there's been some people online angry about that.
1: My D four of the week is Draymond Green because he's a fucking bitch. Again, not again. Last Actually, week you was
0: didn't do it last, week. last week was Dave. Well, what did he do that was so bad this week?
1: I don't want to. I don't. I didn't want to be mean and give Dave two D four of the weeks two D four of the weeks in a row. Uh, but I'll I'll give it to him. Uh, he said the Raiders is Dak that guy. I'll just give you the list. He said, "Is Dak that guy?"
0: It's a valid point.
1: Should the Raiders draft a QB when they just signed Jimmy Drew to like a four-year, eighty-five million dollar deal?
0: I would. It wasn't that long, and I would still think that it'd be rational for them to take a quarterback.
1: I I disagree. I think no. First of all, they and then, signed
0: him to a four-year fucking deal. I don't think so. Let's relax on that.
1: And then pretty sure he said Bijan to the Eagles but I didn't know they lost Miles Sanders and that's why I lost my shit.
0: Yeah. Bijan to the Eagles makes sense and I don't want to hear anything else. And when it happens, I'm going to gloat. Um okay. Let's th-
1: Are you really because it makes them really fucking good.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're they're you look at the NFC, Josh. Is there a team outside of Philadelphia that's going to be good this year like that you act like San Francisco no. but with like who? If Trey Lance is good, sure, but Sam Darnold? No, it's it, no, dude, it's Brock Purdy. He's not even going to play. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He is going to miss the season with this injury.
1: No, he's not. Adam Schefter-Lewis said he'll be good in six months, and he got it in January.
0: Bro, have you not seen the recent updates on his arm? The 49ers have no idea if he can play this year or not.
1: Uh, six to eight
0: months. It could be up to a year. I've seen many things saying they don't know if he will play or not. Regardless. Uh, I have
1: yet to see that here on the first page.
0: Regardless. um, Still, Philadelphia, the point is, Philadelphia is really the only team with a good quarterback that has a good team. They're the, they might be the only fucking team in the NFC with a good quarterback. I mean, there is not an elite quarterback in the NFC other than Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah which is insane when you compare it to the to the AFC but yeah um damn okay you got me off my train of thought what was i about to say i think i was about to do my d4 of the week probably but now now i can't think of it so let me think of something real quick um you have any ideas any any pitch me any ideas for d4 of the week cuz i Had one, and then we started talking about Brock Purdy's arm, and it completely threw me off. I got one. I got a deep one, actually. This one uh, is for true sports fanatics. The XFL is my D4 of the week. Um, I don't know if you pay attention to that, Josh. Do you like the XFL? Uh,
1: I, I catch scores. I don't look at scores, though, if you get what I'm saying.
0: Their playoff format is atrocious. So, they had eight teams, uh, four teams in each division, and two teams from each of those divisions made the playoffs. So, the yes. defenders made it at nine and one, and the Sea Dragons made it at seven and three. The Battle Hawks missed it at seven and three, and then the Vipers missed it at two and eight. So, it, it became a tiebreaker between the Sea Dragons and Battle Hawks. Meanwhile, in the South Division, the Roughnecks won the South Division at seven and three and made the playoffs. In last place was the Guardians, in third place was the Brahmas. And then making the playoffs at four and six were the Renegades. So the four and six Renegades made the playoffs, and the seven and three Battlehawks missed the playoffs. Just, just, in a, atro- they've got to, who even fucking knows if the XFL will have another season. But if you're listening, The Rock, fix that fucking shit because that is atrocious.
1: Agreed. Fuck you, The Rock. Fuck Draymond Green. Fuck Steph Curry.
0: Yeah, I agree with, uh, with most of that list, uh, especially Steph Curry, uh, but yeah, that will do it. Thanks for listening to this year's annual mock draft, um, and we will see you guys next week with some draft reactions and recaps, and NBA playoff uh, updates and recaps, and some takes. Peace.